Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Um, if you follow me on TikTok, I had an analogy that I, I've made this analogy before. I think about sex being like freeze tag, and that will help you understand why it is not correct that if your wife doesn't want sex with you, she must be getting it somewhere else, which is what a lot of guys, particularly the more preoccupied attachment guys, tend to think. Um, you know, and you see this all over the manosphere. And that is inaccurate, and we will talk about why just as soon as I tell you to subscribe. My most recent subscriber episode was on the unique relationship issues of doctors. And if that is relevant to you, then you should definitely subscribe. And if not, you should subscribe for the other over 100 episodes, including the uh, bonus episode on oral sex on women. All right, so um, let's say that you have a long day at work and you come home and your kid is like, you know, six years old and says, come on, dad, let's play freeze tag. And you say, buddy, I, I'm kind of tired. I don't want to play freeze tag right now, uh, maybe on the weekend. And he says, no, come on, dad, come on. I was thinking about freeze tag all day. Um, I know you were thinking about it too, um, you know, and uh, you must want to play freeze tag like how I want to play freeze tag. And you're like, no, buddy, I was not thinking about playing freeze tag all day. I was thinking about my boss being an asshole all day or whatever. And uh, I was not thinking about freeze tag at all. And your kid's like, are you playing freeze tag with somebody else? Is there another kid that you go to work and you sneak out and play freeze tag with? Because I can't understand this. I think about freeze tag all the time. And the only reason you wouldn't want to play freeze tag with me right now is if you already got to play freeze tag with somebody else today, which is not fair because you know I like freeze tag. And you'd be like... That's like not how adults work and I don't want to play freeze tag with anybody and you should be lucky I'm playing freeze tag with you because I hate freeze tag. I used to like freeze tag but I barely even remember being the guy that used to like freeze tag because that was about 40 years ago and I don't remember shit from then and honestly you know you might get kind of annoyed because you're not playing freeze tag with somebody else and of course you wouldn't put it like that to your kid but you would think that it was quite ridiculous and spoke to his you know lack of maturity that and lack then of concomitant empathy with an adult mindset which of course he's not supposed to have because your fictional child in this scenario is only six years old so he doesn't know shit about what it's like to be an adult and he doesn't know that adults never think about playing freeze tag, like ever, you know, and um, they may play it. They may have responsive desire for freeze tag. And when you're out there playing freeze tag with your kid, if he can coerce you into it, then you may be like, man, this is fun. I should do this more. And then promptly about like literally 10 seconds after that, you will never think about it again until the next time he tries to get you to play freeze tag, at which time you're probably also not going to remember that you liked it. And you'll be like, nobody. I'm too tired because you yourself are not anymore a person who likes to play freeze tag and being a person who likes to play freeze tag is so far away developmentally from where you are right now that it's kind of hard to even remember what it would be like to be somebody that thinks in their brain during the day about the potential of playing freeze tag later. That is just so far from where you're at.
Now, where am I going with this analogy? Well, unless you are, you know, like have never listened to my show before, you probably know what I'm going to say is that's like sex for your wife. Your wife has so much less of a drive than you and within monogamy so much less than she had outside of monogamy, which is, and also so much less than she has as a younger woman, that she cannot even really remember what it's like to be somebody who thinks about sex all the time if she was ever that person. Now, if she was never that person, then it's like as though you never liked freeze tag ever. It's like, it's like if you have a kid with like some real weird thing that they like and it would be like, oh, remember dad when you used to like to collect bugs and you're like, buddy, I never used to collect bugs. Like that's your mother's side of the family, man. That's not me. I was playing soccer. But you know, it, it's like that. So she, you know, your wife, if she never thought about sex during the day, then she really, really, truly cannot understand why you would think that she would. But let's say that she used to. It feels like it's so long ago, and it probably is, probably like 15 years ago, back the last time that she thought about sex all the time during the day and really wanted to do it in the way that you think about it now. Because monogamy plus age and children really changes women's, uh, you know, their sexual appetites, as I've said, innumerable times. And this uh, is particularly salient at all the times of the cycle when they're not ovulating. And before ovulation is better than after. And certainly, but for many women, it is like a couple days out of the month they think about sex at all. And um, the rest of the time, they just don't. That does not mean, of course, that they can't enjoy it. Because as I've discussed many times, women do not understand and men do not understand how responsive desire works. Women no longer really have spontaneous desire and you should go back to my podcast about this and I talk about this more as arousal women don't start off with arousal usually when they are long married with kids they don't think boy I'm horny now and I think I just want to you know interrupt my husband's zoom call in the next room like unless they're ovulating or unless he just did something really awesome or they saw some really hot guy on the street that made them remember what it used to be like for a split second when they were 25 years old or who the hell knows but usually like you know 99% of the time they are not having random interceding thoughts about sex if they are monogamous and or older than, you know, mid to late 30s, right? And for some women, it's mid to late 20s. Like, it all depends on on the libido. And for some women, again, it's never. They have never had a spontaneous thought, it would be nice to have sex right now. And for a lot of men in sexless marriages, that is the person your wife is, right? Never, ever thought about freeze tag, ever. So basically... It, it, it's cool if guys can empathize with this and um, and and understand because then they stop themselves from going down rabbit holes like if she's not having sex with me, she must be having sex with someone else. That is as ludicrous for the 90, uh, sorry, 87% of women that don't cheat because it's only 13% of women that are unfaithful according to statistics that I, uh, you can easily Google the same things from the Institute for, of, for Family Studies. 20% of men and 13% of women, so it's quite a lot more men, have cheated. But all the rest of those women aren't cheating. What? So it's just like maybe there is some random psycho that is having secret freeze tag out there with like some somebody else's kid on his work break. And that's why he doesn't want to play freeze tag with his own son. But that isn't really very common obviously. And it's also not very common for women to not want sex at home because they're sleeping with somebody else. What is really common is that they don't think about it because they don't think about it because of literally what I'm saying about why you don't think about freeze tag. Because your brain is no longer biologically programmed to think about play as a primary motivator throughout the day. 
you know, and just like her monogamous older brain, female monogamous older brain, and you, you only need a couple of those, you know, you only need either female and monogamous or female and older, like you, you don't even need both. Um, but, you know, anybody listening to this is probably in a monogamous relationship. But the, the point is, is that her brain doesn't work like that. She doesn't think about it because she doesn't want it. Now, some guys, they start to try to like control what the woman is thinking and they start to think that they could think better than her and that they could outthink her and that they know that she's actually secretly having an affair or that she must be masturbating because if it was them, of course, they would have to masturbate during the day furiously and secretly in order to uh, not have any desire at night. So thus, she must be doing that. No, she's not. Because of the freeze tag analogy. You're not having secret freeze tag during the day. You just don't think about freeze tag, right? And so you may have responsive desire for freeze tag. And you'll do that if you're a good dad. So if your kid says, I really want to play freeze tag. It's the most important thing in my life every day, the entire day. I think about playing freeze tag with you. You know, then you'll be like, uh, okay, well, I guess we could play some freeze tag. You know, and this is really no different from what your wife would say if you initiate sex and she really loves you and she was never thinking about sex during the day, doesn't want to be having sex now, never experiences spontaneous arousal anymore, she will think, all right, I love him, I'll try, and when I try, maybe I'll like it, you know, and hopefully I will, and if his, you know, then if you listen to all my tips about how to make sex better for your wife, then hopefully eventually she will start to think, more of what I said in my post or podcast about what high libido women um, feel, and that still within monogamy and with age is not spontaneous desire, generally speaking, except for some very high libido outliers. Um, but the, the the point is here is they're still not thinking that what the high libido women are thinking is this will be fun. I know this will be fun, so I want to do it. Versus, I am so horny, I can barely get through my work calls today. You know, that shit is from MILF porn. Like, that isn't, like, reality. But but anyway, so you would have freeze, you would play freeze tag with your son. And uh, if you're trying to be a good dad, you wouldn't do it as much as he wants it because there is no as much as he wants it. He would do it all day, every day, constantly. Similarly, your wife will have sex because she loves you and because she knows secondarily that it will be fun. But she's not going to do it as much as you want it because she doesn't want it that much, right? So there's got to be, in healthy marriages, some form of a compromise and an acknowledgement that we are not the same, you know? And so if you would have uh, freeze tag all day, every day, and she never wants freeze tag, then y'all can't have freeze tag every day, every all day, right? That just doesn't make sense. That would just be one person, um, you know, coercing the other person. Can't really do that. So, you know, what about you compromise? Like you... You want to play freeze tag? Never. Your son wants to play freeze tag all day, every day. So you play freeze tag, you know, um, for a couple hours on the weekend. Now, you know, sounds pretty good, right? So she doesn't want any sex. You do want sex. So you compromise and have sex for a couple hours on the weekend. Most married guys would be pretty cool with that. A couple hours would indicate you're having sex uh, for an hour Saturday, an hour Sunday. All right, fine. So then she's being a great wife, I think especially because she doesn't want to have sex at all, you know, in this situation. In a situation where she does, where, you know, have a higher set point, then also understanding, you know, to compromise would get you a little bit higher. In a situation where she has much lower of a set point and literally never wants it at all, then, you know, it could be less than once a week. But, I mean, less than once a week, you already, you know, go down to kind of a sexless 
sort of situation if it snowballs, because then if you miss a couple weeks, you know, et cetera, et cetera, which is a situation that people know all too well. But the point is here is irrespective of what you decide to do with your actual sex life that you're actually having, what you don't want to do is assume that there's something wrong with your wife for not thinking about sex or that she's lying to you or that she's secretly masturbating or secretly having an affair or secretly wanting other things that you're not giving or yet like if she says to you, I don't think about sex, just say, oh, that makes sense. I don't think about freeze tag or I don't think about whatever the fuck her hobbies are and her interests. Like, do you think about like when you are going to go shopping for your summer wardrobe? I don't think so, you know, but she probably thinks about that. Do you think about, you know, whether little Jimmy, your kid is being emotionally validated by his preschool teacher? I don't think so, but she thinks about that. So you're not lying. You're not secretly having other emotional conversations conversations about your uh, children's emotional validation with other women just because you don't want to have them with your wife you don't want to have them at all and that's okay so as long as you do have them sometimes with your wife you know it you are not biologically set up as a person who yearns to have deep emotional conversations about the emotional um, experience of Jimmy at preschool and that's cool you know, but what wouldn't be cool are one of two things. If she continued to tell you there was something wrong with you for not wanting to do that and or if you were secretly doing that with somebody else and not telling her, which of course is insane, and or if you refuse to ever do it with her. So there's compromise in terms of what your actions can be, but no partner should tell the other one that what they are reporting that their lived experience is of what they think about during the day is wrong or weird or abnormal. Because like there's all these guys that are contacting me like my wife's so weird she never thinks about sex. I'm like, no, your wife would be so weird if she did think about sex <laughs> because like all of y'all's wives don't think about sex, you know, uh, at least as much as you do and at least as regularly as you do because that's literally how a monogamous older female is. And by older, I mean you know, like older, like, <laughs> like she's not, she's not young anymore. So by 40, approximately nobody's considered younger anymore. I'd say that's a, a set point, you know, that, that, that you could say a halfway mark to up to 80, you know, that would be midlife, right? Would be 40. Uh, late 30s women do not feel like late 20s women do not feel like early 20s women. I mean, that's just that's just reality. So for men, they, they get longer of having a sex drive, but it goes down to, and they like to pretend that it doesn't, and they can artificially inflate it with Viagra, Cialis, excessive porn use. But when they are in their natural state, a 40-year-old male will have a lower sex drive than a 20-year-old male. That is just an aging animal, you know, and that's how it goes. And I've talked about this a lot. And it seems to be a really salient subject for a lot of men because they like to pretend that they're not aging and that um, then they are disappointed when their wife is. But she is because everyone does. So let's, you know, accept that and move forward in an emotionally healthy way versus trying to pretend that numbers don't mean anything. And I just did a, a podcast on this. Age is just a number. It's not real. And so hopefully you listen to that. So anyway, you can use this freeze tag analogy to help you understand why your wife isn't lying that she doesn't think about sex. She isn't having sex with somebody else in any but the most unusual cases. And the reality is she doesn't think about it like how you don't think about freeze tag. She doesn't want to have sex the way you don't want to play freeze tag. And if you get to play freeze tag and you enjoy yourself, that is responsive desire. That is analogous to the way that she will feel a responsive desire, hopefully, when she begins to have the sex with you 
that she didn't really want to have, but if she has enough positive experiences when having it, she will start to look forward to it and possibly in a blue moon, may even think about it during the day, but may not. Because no matter how awesome your game of freeze tag is with your kid, it is unlikely that during your workday you are fantasizing about playing freeze tag with him again. And if you are the rare person who is fantasizing about playing freeze tag with your child, you can use any other, any other analogy that you want about any other thing that your kid wants to do, like go to Chuck E. Cheese or any fucking other thing that you don't want to do, but that you do because you love him and uh, you want to be a sport, but you never do as much as he wants it because you're a grown up and that's just not who you are anymore. And so this acceptance-based approach can really help with communication and empathy between you and your wife, and this is something good to share and to discuss, and uh, especially if your wife doesn't like you only sending the podcasts that have to do with why she should have more sex, here's a podcast on why maybe your expectations are part of the issue, and if your expectations were moderated for her internal world, then perhaps it would be easier for you to accept what she actually is trying to do out of love for you, versus saying there's something wrong with her, that she doesn't experience spontaneous desire, like the women do in porn because she's not in porn. Okay, I will talk to y'all soon. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye.